Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Only on Sports Radio 92.7 FM WFNZ. Straight fire. This is the Wesson Walker Show. Even the crowd knows what's coming next. Happy Cookout Friday. Happy No Rules Friday. It's going to be a fun time on Wesson Walker. No deviled eggs. From 12 to 3, bring the potato salad. Bring the potato chips. It's going to be a lot of fun. The burgers. You burn it. (laughs) And if you want to get fancy, get some steak. It's Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. We appreciate you joining us for the next three hours. And as always, I want to hear from you on the Garage Door Guru text line. All you have to do is text 704 570-9610. Again, 704-570-9610. I'm excited because Fiddy had a good idea, Wes. He texted us yesterday, and it was going to be some kind of cookout-themed show, but he also wanted us to come up with a cookout playlist. Yeah, and I didn't are, contribute. To these it. are crucial, but the playlists are crucial. You did not contribute, yeah, but that's I'm sorry okay. about that. It's okay. Is it just because you didn't want to, or did you just want well, to hear Well, you know, yesterday was kind of a day, so I wasn't in a cookout mood. Uh <laughs> Cookout move. Did you did you wake up this morning though feeling cookouty or not really? Still didn't wake up feeling cookouty, but then as the day progressed, I feel very much cookouty. But this is but this is the responsibility of a DJ though, which is my responsibility because yes. I brought the music. Yes. I got to make sure people move. So what is it, Fitty? I got to bring the booty movers today. Isn't that right? Put them on the playlist. Make sure that everybody is grooving and everybody's having all a good time. All-time booty mover. Yeah. I'm, I've, got, <laughs> I've got the all-time cookout booty mover. So we're going to go to the playlist at 1245. We have some NFC South off-season check-ins. Bill Barnwell had a very interesting article on ESPN, and he does not think very highly of the NFC South off-seasons, except for Carolina, which he did think very highly of. So we'll get to the differences and some of the similarities from some of the teams in the NFC South. And Gabe McDonald of Queen City News, he'll be hopping on with us at 120. So we have a lot to get to, and we're going to start off with cookout songs, favorite activities. Let's do it right now. Let's get off on the party bus. Go ahead and Fiddy, open up the doors. We look good getting off the bus. I got something to say. Damn! So to get us ready for 1245 with the ultimate cookout playlist, I want to hear your contribution. You have the cookout. What is the song that you are going to bring to the playlist? If everybody has their job, you know how you have the wedding invitations and then you can RSVP and sometimes they'll ask for any song request. And then you put that in there. Yeah. If there is the cookout song request, which one are you putting on the list? 704-570-9610. We can also go with some of the better activities anytime that you're out there at the picnic or anything like that. What is some of the better activities? Could I interest you in cornhole, ladder golf? Could I interest you in anything like that? Bocce ball is fantastic. Just a chill game that you can play out there. Anything that you want to bring to the table. Was the resident black man on the show, none of those games have ever been played at any cookout that I was at. Uh, if you're at the park, though, maybe a little basketball. Cornhole isn't? No. I mean, I've 
I've seen some people come over and be black <laughs> and play some cornhole. Yeah, they'll play it if it's there, but as far as the, the predominant, any cookouts I've been a part of, there uh-huh. has been no cornhole. Now, maybe that's changed with the popularity of it. I maybe think, that happens I, a little more. Yeah, look, man. But I know I'm not copping the cornhole bo- uh, boards for my cookout. So what are you, so you ain't, you're playing some games, though. What are you doing? If, if, if I just have, sit around and talk. If you can't entertain each other, get the hell out. <laughs> what about you, Fitty? If this is more your speed, because you're the same color I am. What, what kind of games are you playing at your cookout? Oh, it's it's cornhole because that's the ultimate that's the ultimate cookout game. Like the I think fact, it is a great game. The fact that Wes has never played cornhole at a cookout, he's cookouting wrong. Like you need to come and play some cornhole. You have a beer in one hand, a burger in the other. Then you get creative well, while they, you toss the bag. Throw, that's what I was about to say. What am I going to throw with? Oh, this no, but that's the goal, right? Like for me, I definitely have a beer in one hand, and then I'm throwing the bags with the other, for sure. But he said a burger too. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, how many hands you got over right. there? Right. Well, then you should put like the burger and the beer in the same hand. That way, you give your burger some extra flavor, like <laughs> some cold water. This is the person that said it was disgusting to mix right. the baked beans with even the potato salad. Because baked and, beans are disgusting. And so oh. is potato salad, right? Like you don't even like the potato salad. No. We, um, what are your sides, Vinny? What are your sides that you're bringing? Well, yeah, give me top three. I mean, besides deviled eggs, potato chips are, are high up on the list. Deviled eggs. I'm a big chili guy. I mean, like I like chili on my hot dog. I like chili on my hamburger. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that wasn't on the the dish list we did yesterday. So I should have done a list. Um, so now uh, here's a text, and I do want to know this, right? Like, let's just go ahead and embrace the two Americas cookout because three three four wrote in, Nah, bro, we don't play cornhole. I don't even know anyone who owns a board. Hashtag black What's man. What's golf? Hashtag black man. Yeah. Hashtag got West back. So <laughs> I want to hear the two Americas cookout ideas because I do think that cornhole has grown in popularity. So I don't know if it's actually crossed over mm-hmm. as much. Plus, it's a chill game. I think every demographic can get on board with it. But other people are writing in spades and dominoes. That's and yeah. so you got the table. Nah, I don't play either of those. So you I know s- you could take my card. You don't play spades? No, I don't. So that's what I grew up playing <laughs> big time. Me, so I would have once, probably twice a week, people would come over to the crib and we play spades all night long. We play that in a card game that has a curse word in it, so I'm not going to yeah. say it. But we would play that quite a bit. And spades, I will tell you, even if there was only one round, <laughs> nobody signed up except for one other team. But me and my buddy won a spades tournament in college. Mm. And I got a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. I'd say definitely African-Americans. You're talking about card games mm-hmm. and dominoes. Uh, Breasticles wrote in, horseshoes is our go-to. I don't know what our is referring to. He live. He must live out in the country. Yeah. Horseshoes, take me to another place. <laughs> what is that ladder golf? Ladder golf is when you have the different bars and then you throw, there's two balls on one end of a string and then you throw it and then if it attaches itself, then I don't play it really like that, but I know kind of what it is. Don't they have those in parks? Yes. What? Well, Maybe not. They have horseshoes at parks for sure. Okay. But I don't know about ladder golf. I, I love I love cornhole. I love bocce ball. That's a fantastic game because that's also chill too. I'm not really trying to go out here. If I'm going to the cookout, like I'll play some ball, but at the same time, I'm trying to chill more than I'm trying to get a sweat going. Right. So if I go, then I might play at the very beginning and I'll do the whole shorts under the jeans thing. Fitty, you were a big subscriber to that too back in the day, right? 
You would oh, wear yeah. shorts under the jeans, get yeah. ready for any pickup game that might drop on the spot. I would do oh. it. Oh, I, I would do it going to school because, like you know, we had to wear certain stuff and uh-huh. like that. So yeah, I, I would do it when I go to school. All right, so we do have some tech. Th- this is what I thought. I was interested. Seven oh four said, "Guess I'm turning in my black card because we play cornhole." I I feel like it's it's going over. He, Teddy said, "I love this." Teddy said, "I'm a black man, and our last cookout we had cornhole." So maybe it's making I, that's its what way. I'm saying. I can yeah. agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I know that, you were you were allowing that transition. Yeah. I just wonder, right? So when we do the whole two Americas thing, is it is there transitioning to a point where it's also a young and old two Americas split? This. Yeah, that's Th- true. There's different demographics. Because I agree. I like the game, all, and I think it is great for a cookout. It's yeah, a great yeah. idea. Um, Brian wrote in, Domino's, uh, Domino's, Domino's, <laughs> Horseshoes, Spades, Croquet. I can't tell you that I've ever played Croquet in my entire life. I don't think I've ever done that. Have you ever played Croquet? I've not. All I right. have really not. All so. right, now, now we have people writing in some of the uh, cookout jams that they have to bring to the cookout. Pete Rock and CL Smooth. They reminisce over oh, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, Troy, yeah. it's it's top five beat of all time. Like, just a classic. Yeah. If you can get some kind of consensus, I think Troy's probably a top five beat of all time. Um, I'm scrolling down with some of the other best cookout songs ever to be played. People writing in Will Smith, Summertime. Yeah, that's it, mine. It's, it's, it's such a cliche, but it also has to be played. It's also really That's a good. song I never get tired of hearing. The I beat is so dope. I, I mean, it's just a great, great song. Well, and you know what? You know what saves it is that so many people clown Will Smith and his music ability. Yeah. But DJ Jazzy Jeff is one of the best DJs ever. And back in the day, they were great. Like when when Will started doing more of the mainstream yeah. stuff. Yeah. He he might have gotten a little corny, but. Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, they would go. Uh, 100%. There's no doubt about it. Uh, yeah, scrolling, scrolling a little bit more Giant here. Jenga would be a good game. Giant Jenga Just fun. make sure you clean your hands before you do it. We don't want ketchup and mustard or right. baked bean sauce on the Jenga bars. Yep, 100%. Um, Brown Mamba said, anything by Sublime is a good playlist at okay. the cookout. What are you going to be playing out there at the race this weekend, Fiddy? I know you're going to be going. Hopefully it doesn't get washed out because... The weather report right now is not great. We'll knock on wood and we'll try to summon some of the better weather here. What music are you going to play if you could bring a few songs to the playlist? There's got to be some Luke Combs out there. There's probably got to be some party anthems from Brad Paisley, some Kenny Chesney. Okay. You know, some good old American country music. American. American uh, country music. All right. Good old American country music. (laughs) I don't want to focus on that any more than we have to. Let's go to um, some more of (laughs) the... Why? (laughs) No, no, no. We can move on. Outstanding Gap Band. That's one that's a good one. Oh, Oh, yeah, that's good. It is. Chicken Fried by Zach Brown. Yep, that's got to be out there. I can imagine that. I heard that a lot. It depends. If you're doing it and it's mostly your friends your age, are you playing like more like the stuff you listen to in your car? So this is is kind of going into the conversation I wanted to have before we set the rules at 12 because our playlist might be something different. And there is a very different cookout dynamic. You can either go the friend cookout or you can play the music where there's some cursing and you don't have to be worried about the family FCC. Right, grandma coming saying something. But then family you FCC, right, I like that. But, but then you do have the family dynamic where you're not going to be playing yeah, some of the other stuff. That. And so for me, I'm going to try to bring in a mix and then you can get the clean versions. And yeah. so I think that's where I'm rolling. I think I, I don't. 
particularly care for Drake, but I think he has a lot of cookout songs, cookout worthy joints. Yeah, QC Sam said still Dre. Um, Big Cat Dan writing in kickball or softball <laughs> still is a Diary at the cookout. <laughs> <laughs> uh, scrolling more so, Boogie Shoes by the KC Band. That's Great a good song. One. Yeah, Great that's, song. that's a very good one. Song. That's a very good I one. I love that song. Um, tossing the pigskin. You know what? That's a great one. Just like good old throwing the football. Excellent addition that I wasn't even thinking oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 704, another jam. This is how we do it, Montel Jordan. Yep. It's a classic. And so some of the other ones, got to have some De La Soul. I was thinking about me, myself, and I to put in there. Mm. That's a good one. That's all encompassing as well. So I was trying to think of the cookout dynamic versus also the club dynamic and where the Venn diagram meets where the songs can actually go. Montel Jordan is one. You play that at the cookout, but also you go to any club. It's going to be played there as well, and people are going to be booty moving. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out exactly if we're just sticking to the vibes or if there's any way that we can thread the needle, go in the middle of the Venn diagram, and have that crossover. Oh, yeah, and, and for the... For the 90s rap heads, the, the real deep ones, they remember Summertime in the LBC by the Dove Shack. That's one of the ultimate oh, cookout yeah. rap songs. That song was dope. It's it's great. There's a couple of other ones. Bust a Move from Coach Polly. Yeah, Bust a Move is very good. I thought about putting that one in there. Mm. Thought about that one. Um, Return of the Mac, QC Buckeye. <laughs> You're going to throw that tub rock in there? Is that a little too up-tempo? Everybody going to get up and start dancing. Wes, when I tell you I thought about the same exact thing. Yeah. Identical. It's it's the exact thought process Play, I went to. Oh, getting tossed and people <laughs> just going to get up and start dancing. All right. So we have the – I got the songs for you. I mean, I, I got my playlist. I brought it to the table. So we're not only going to be able to hear it, but we'll talk about it at 1245. And, yes, talk sports guy. We'll get to that in the upcoming segment as well. It's going to be a no rules of fun Friday with plenty to get to here on on Wesson Walker. NFC South offseason check-in. Bill Barnwell has the other three NFC South teams with some of the worst off-seasons in the league. Do we agree? It's coming up next on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I think you could go with probably half of the Hardway album as some cookout music. Because one, Nate Dogg is already going to lean you into having that song be be acceptable at the cookout. So I'm rolling with this. Did you like the only album when Nate Dogg, Warren G, and Snoop Dogg all came together and put this one out? I love this album. Uh, not really. But this seems like more of a me kind of vibey type of way anyway. Now see... No, this is what you do to no, me. Don't no, you get no. mad at me. This is you what I'm about to say. I'm no. about to say when I, because you, you said it as if I would know that. Because then when I say that about you, you get a little chippy. When I try to 
typecast you. But exactly. And then so I was rolling with like, it. You don't know. You don't know. I was just saying, you don't know. You don't. You don't know who I am. Yeah. I was just saying, I'd I get you on some of the vibey stuff. But yeah. with this, appreciation, keep it gangsta, so fly, <laughs> all of that. I'm going to go back through that because I forgot about some of the songs that were on. I'm going to go back through it. Please go, listen to it. Please go through it. Yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm go back. Are, I mean, are you a Nate Dogg guy? Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah. so there you go. That's when he was swinging that club at people on the golf course that time. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. Maybe wow. there's some stuff. That was in the beef DVD. <laughs> when the dog pound, they fought on the golf course, and Nate Dogg was out there swinging a golf club. Walker, I have downloaded over 100 of your songs. Yeah. Why, before today, was this not presented for me to have in the rotation? Diddy, it makes me so happy when you get so on board with a song. It genuinely brings me as much joy as anything we else We got to make a Fiddy playlist. We man. do. We got to give him a playlist of all the songs that he likes. Fiddy got soul in there and then somewhere. he'll roll up in Lancaster and they're going to be looking at him like what you listening to <laughs> <laughs> this is that 213 man yeah. this is the hard way you didn't know what this yeah. Came. yeah the west coast uh, oh, east, east side excuse me not the yeah. west coast east side 704 let's go to the garage door guru text line 704-570-9610 someone wrote in Old white dude here. I'm going to Wes's cookout. You and Fitty have the stupid games and no good food. <laughs> That's right, baby. Just come eat and entertain. Let's talk to each other. That's one thing in America. Too many phones, too much social media. Let's just talk. Yeah. How you doing, he man? He's not here for the cornhole yeah. or the life. ladder ball. I was a Nothing wife and like. kids. Um, a different Brian than I usually read in because another Brian usually texts in quite a bit. They said, Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Waves. I can get down with that. that that's a good song. It's very yeah. up tempo. Yeah. This one's a good one. 704 number wrote in Roller Coaster by Ohio Players. You know That's a good one. Roller Coaster. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fantastic. AJ wrote in All Falls Down, Kanye. We have no, that beat. That's too... But we have a, that a part of the show. But I'm. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I think it works. This but, It's a good convo because it but is. Content wise, it's a little dreary for a cookout. But but this is the, this is a great combo though because yeah. <sighs> how many people are really tuning in to the lyrics? I think the beat is like probably seventy percent of the battle, maybe even eighty percent for a cookout. List. Well, you're not gonna play sing for the moment at a cookout. People saw it. Well, yeah, but the beat doesn't fit either. <laughs> no, right. I want to hear mellow beat, but with nice positive. Lyrics. Yeah, but melodic more so. I I, would, I don't want to hear about it all falling down. Yeah, but but it the beat is this. It's one of those things where the beat doesn't necessarily match the words. I feel this you. is like um semi charmed. It's life. about the vibes. This, this is this semi charmed life where you listen to the lyrics like, oh, this is depressing. Yeah. This is actually bad. But everybody's like, do 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 do. Yeah. Oh no, that does not match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. Two oh three. Another Arrested Development reference. Everyday people. Huge cookout vibe. Nick from Belmont talking about some of the activities. Set up a couple disc golf cages in the corners of the yards. Love myself some disc golf. Disc Did that stereotypical golf. thing when I was in college. Playing multiple times a week. 408 said lawn darts back in the day before they practically banned it. Yeah, you can't have lawn darts <laughs> lawn anymore. Darts. That reminds me of something off two and a half men. Probably shouldn't explore it any further, right? <laughs> well, Charlie just said that, you know, he was with a woman when he had a lawn dart in his foot. 
Oh, okay. It was a very oh, clean God. version of what I said, but... Yeah, I imagine so. And then last one, Doug from Norwood wrote in, I can't hear Ms. Jackson without singing along. Ms. Jackson, big time cookout vibe. That's a good one. Yeah. All-time booty mover. <laughs> Organized Noise, Dungeon Family have a lot of cookout vibe type of stuff. Yeah, there's so many great references. We got to get to some sports conversation here, but then I'll try to go back and comb through some of the other song references you guys have put in the Garage Door Guru uh, text line. Let's go to Bill Bardwell's article a part of ESPN here, Wes, because he was discussing and ranking the best off seasons in the National Football League. You go to the NFC South, here's where some of the teams rank. Only the last half has been released as far as what I can see. I, I can't, I think the first half is going to be released um, maybe today at some point, whatever. Mm -hmm. But the worst half off seasons, Tampa Bay is 27th. Bill Barnwell ranks Atlanta as having the 26th best off season. And Bill Barnwell ranks New Orleans as having the 25th best offseason. Tampa Bay 27, Atlanta 26, New Orleans 25. I mean, not even just the bottom half. They are among the worst that you could possibly have in all of the NFL. Is this surprising to you that they're ranked this low, according to Bill Barnwell, based on what you thought these teams did this uh, last couple of yeah, months? Yeah, no, I, I don't agree. Oh, I don't. <laughs> I think Atlanta should have been a little higher. I think Atlanta did a lot to help themselves this offseason. When you talk about drafting B. John Robinson, bringing in Calais Campbell, uh, I forget the other defensive lineman they brought in, Jesse Bates, some of those guys. I was surprised. Atlanta's the most surprising for me. Yeah, I, I thought they should have been a little higher. Tampa, yeah, I mean, you bring in Baker Mayfield. That's the headliner, really, of your free agent class. That's that's not that great. They had a they had a pretty good draft, in my opinion. New Orleans, the Derek Carr factor, in my opinion, I thought would have brought them up a little bit higher. But I guess outside of Derek Carr, they really didn't do a ton as far as flashy moves that you look at and say, hey, this could be a difference maker for this team. So I don't have much problem. I don't have many problems with it outside. Of, I thought Atlanta did a, a lot. Let's go with Atlanta first, because it's the most surprising to me, too. And here's what Bill wrote about how wrong it went. He was discussing the moves they made, and they, he asked, are these moves long-term solutions? I do think it's fair. He said, the Falcons are better on defense, but you could take issue with some of the choices they made. Jesse Bates is a great player in the prime of his career, but can you say that about anybody else in that list on what went right? Calais Campbell is a legend, but he's 36. Onyemata and Dupree, Bud Dupree that is, they're both 30 years old. The latter missed some or all of 15 games over two disappointing seasons in Tennessee. And Ellis had played on 196 defensive snaps before a seven sack season a year ago. So just looking at even Jeff Akuda, right? A former first round pick out of Detroit. I forgot that he's a part of Atlanta too, but clearly a very disappointing start to his NFL career. It does make sense when you discuss the long-term stuff here. Initially, the defense is going to get better. But how much did you eat some of the future cap space to try to get better in the interim? And really some of the better moves that you made. Jesse Bates, clearly, that's a good one, right? And Bill acknowledges that. But yeah, I kind of buy in if you're just talking about long-term moves. The only long-term effect they have is bringing guys back on the offensive line, which is valuable. But defensively, Campbell's going to be 37, and Bates is going to be the only guy that could be in this division for a long time. Yeah, I mean, when you look at it, People talk about how the salary cap is a myth and things of that nature. But this free agent class, it wasn't just brimming with super highly touted defensive prospects that Atlanta could have really went 
and grabbed, and you'd be like, oh, man, this defense is going to be something to see. I thought they made shrewd pickups uh, that will help, and I think a lot of times that's underrated in this league. I thought they went and attacked their needs well. It might have been with aging players, and these guys, who knows? I mean, they've missed some games, and maybe they missed more in Atlanta, but I thought they did a, a, a solid job. Their draft was decent. I mean, they pick up like a Zach Harrison, as I said, but the main pickup was uh, Bijan. But yeah. other than that, I thought they did a lot of work to to help rebuild that that defense. And I think getting veterans will help for sure, man. 26 seems low. I would put them up. I would raise them a couple of spots. I don't think that they had one of the worst off seasons in all of the NFL. And I do put a lot of value in shoring up some long-term stuff along that offensive line. Even if the defensive players they brought in Akuda and Mike Hughes, another first round cornerback, I believe that hasn't had a yeah, great, you know, start. I don't believe much in those corners when they get cut. When they were first round. Well, and Carolina learned the hard way when they traded for <laughs> CJ Henderson. I liked the move at the time, okay, and I was way wrong on that. They it's were not, talking about Okuda, boy. I remember when he came yeah. out. It oh, was like, oh, crazy touted. Well, I will say this cornerbacks drafted that high have a fantastic hit rate. Yeah. And this is and this is one that did it. I mean, Detroit, I felt like they did among the right things. Most cornerbacks drafted that high. They're awesome and didn't work out for him nearly enough in Detroit. Let's go to Tampa Bay next because this one I think most people can agree on. You lose Tom Brady yep. and you're replacing with Baker Mayfield. All right. Are we sure 27 isn't low enough? <laughs> like, should we go with 28, 29? Should we keep on going back there? Here's what Bill Barnwell wrote about what went wrong. The Bucks have a roster otherwise built to compete mismatch with the league's worst quarterback situation. The league's worst, Wes. He said the NFL's second oldest team a year ago with Brady at quarterback. Tampa Bay inevitably going to be stuck in the situation when he retires. So understandably, you could see this coming. But it's not like they got a whole lot better. Plus, they move on from Shaq Mason, Leonard Fournette, Donovan Smith, and Akeem Hicks. They still have a capable roster outside of their QB position. But if you don't get better in a lot of those areas and you have what he calls the worst QB situation, yeah, Tampa Bay, to me, pretty clearly had the worst offseason of all the NFC South teams. Would you agree? Yeah, I would agree. I mean, there's nothing that they did as far as bringing in free agents that was exceptional. Their main thing for them was just their draft selections that they went out and got, and that was headlined by Kalaja Kansi and Yaya Diaby. So other than that, it's going to be status quo on offense. They still have to find a, a running back. They have some promising prospects there. But other than that, we know what the receiving core is going to look like. This offensive line struggled. They didn't do a ton to improve that. They're just kind of in rebuild mode at this point. I mean, they were playoff contenders for the last few years under Tom Brady. Now those days are over, and now they have to turn the page and figure out what's next. So you thought about New Orleans with Derek Carr being there, that that would allow them to move up these rankings a little bit more. A little bit, not a ton. But sure, yeah, a sure. Bit. No, but I, I'm with you. Mm -hmm. I mean, you would think, look, yeah, I didn't want Carolina to go after Derek Carr. I don't think he's a top 10 QB, but definitely a serviceable dude. You can get to the postseason with good enough talent around him. I just wanted to shoot for something higher with hopes higher from a first round pick, but I don't hate Derek Carr. I'm just very blah on him compared to a, you know, compared to a decent amount of people. All right, we know. But he's a good quarterback. Good. Okay. Here's what Bill Barnwell writes. Derek Carr signed to what amounts to a two-year $70 million deal. The Saints played their cards well, refusing to hand the Raiders a draft pick to trade for the longtime starter before winning the bidding war. But then when he says what went wrong, 
they continue to be all in. And isn't it time for the Saints to face facts? They've won one playoff game over the past four years, a home victory over Mitch Trubisky and the Bears, which really puts it in a perspective more so than I was even giving it credit. Like you see the Saints have good enough regular seasons but then they don't move on in the postseason. Right. And so it's like, yeah, I don't necessarily acknowledge that enough. And this is my point. All This has been my point. I think Carolina got lucky in this regard, Wes, where when they draft the number one pick, they get the QB and Bryce Young. It had been a while within this division for these teams to move on to the next franchise guy. Carolina waited too, yeah. right? Like this is a team in Carolina that decided, nah, we'll just go with Teddy Bridgewater. Didn't work. We'll trade for Sam Darnold. Didn't work. We'll trade for Baker Mayfield. That's three years where these other teams could have had a QB plan in place and it never worked out. And so what did Atlanta do? They go after Kyle Pitts, one of the best tight end prospects of all time. And they decide we'll settle with Desmond Ritter. Verdict's out on him, but you didn't invest enough. If you are allowing Desmond Ritter to be the guy that falls to you, all those picks where every team has a chance to select him before you do, then you're going to have to miss me with the we've always believed in him stuff. If you did, you would have drafted him earlier. Right. You go to New Orleans and you're trying to go after Derek Carr, a fine enough QB, top 10, whatever, but you also aren't investing young at that spot. Who do you believe in that's young there? You just aren't doing it. And then Tampa, Tom Brady. It's not like Tom Brady, like the oldest dude to ever play. You had to have a plan in place, and Kyle Trask is the answer. Somebody that's not going to take this job over Baker Mayfield. Carolina is hitting the ground running before these other before these other franchises do, and they got lucky. Like it's not like it was because they were so ahead of the game. It's because all these other teams are so late, and that's why I love that Carolina finally was the first team to really invest into their next franchise QB. That's a great point that you bring to it that the other team started late because the Panthers were uber aggressive this offseason and we haven't seen an NFC South team get like that in a while. Now Atlanta, you could somewhat say it with the moves that they were making. I think they signed the best of what was available to them. Who knows if there would have been more big ticket guys out there, what they might have done. They might have gone after that because they're in an advantageous situation as well and they'll be a team to watch going forward because we talk about the Panthers having the young quarterback that's going to allow them the salary cap uh, flexibility Atlanta's in the same boat. So if Desmond Ritter happens to hit this year, then they're looking good because now they have a couple more years of him at a low salary and they can go out and sign guys to become a contender in their own right. But as far as the Saints go, I mean, Jamal Williams, they bring him in. That's a nice pickup, and they're going to need him. We'll see if the dividends come in early on him if Alvin Kamara gets suspended. But once he comes back... You wanted to see them really invest in that offensive line because that 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 line is not highly touted coming into the season. It's the lowest uh, touted unit that they've got coming into the season. As I said, lineups.com has this group at 30th overall, and there were some offensive linemen sitting out there that they've could have gone that they could have gone and gotten. Whether you talk about uh, Mike McGlinchey from my 49ers that went to Denver or something like that, there there were some guys out there. So that's the area I think that could have maybe improved their grade if they would have invested more there. Other than that, they've got a pretty good roster. They didn't need a ton. But as you said, the 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 thing mainly is the coach there. Do you believe in him? And can he get them to the point that they can advance? Because they've got good skill guys. They've got a defense. They found a quarterback. It's just can that offensive line hold up? We have a couple people writing in. Simon says in a 704 number, they're discussing Caleb Williams or Drake May. Simon says says one of those guys will certainly be in the NFC South next year. And mm-hmm. I get the point, but 
let's just say Tampa doesn't have a first or second worst record in the league, and then you miss out on one of these guys, then who's next? Bo Nix, who's been up there? I don't, <laughs> even, I don't even know, right? Bo like I, I know he's been put up there in some of these drafts, but that's the point. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a good one to bring up, because if Tampa does have the first or second worst record in the league, then you will be set. You get Caleb Williams or Drake May, and it's what everybody's going to want, at least, and we'll see what happens with Drake May. But if you don't, then what's your next plan at QB? And Wes, here we are talking about their roster outside of quarterback being good enough to compete, even if you lost some guys. So I don't think they're going to be a bottom two team in the league next year. There's potential, but I would bet against it if I had to. And so that just sets them back even further and this is this is why Carolina so clearly, I mean, just destroyed, in my opinion, destroyed every other team when it came to how effective they were this offseason. I everywhere. Making sure that you invested in the QB, getting all of the coaches. Think about the coaching, uh, the coaches that these other teams have. Arthur Smith, I like as a play caller. Jury's still out a little bit on him being a head coach. I think there's some positive signs there. Can't believe in Dennis Allen. Todd Bowles, I like as a defensive mind, but as a head coach, it's not working out really in the second stint for him. So pretty clearly, Carolina had the best offseason by leaps and bounds. And I think that alone should allow you to feel very good about heading into this season and beyond comparing every other team here in this division. Yeah, you definitely should. I mean, I've said that I think this is their best offseason ever. To me, they had one of the best in the NFL, top five, six that you want to go to. So I think that they are ahead of the curve in the NFC South. It's going to benefit them because these teams, a lot of them that you look at, Outside of New Orleans, I think that Tampa Bay and maybe Atlanta, Atlanta, like I said, they're on the right track as well. But it's going to take a lot of these teams another offseason to complete the type of things that I felt like that the Panthers did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some of that may require coaches getting fired, too. So Yeah, we'll see what happens with the coaching staffs here in the division. I think we have enough time. Let's do a quick Fitty Flash before we move on. Go ahead, Fitty. It's all right to be a little Fitty. A little hometown or a big old I know we're going to talk about the NBA playoffs a little bit later in the show, but last night the Boston Celtics, they forced a game six. They won game five at home, 110 to 97. But let's focus on what happened after the game. Boring superstar Jimmy Butler guaranteed a Miami Heat win in game six. Oh, I love it. and, And clinching a spot in the NBA Finals. What do you guys think? Do you think on Saturday they get the job done yep. in South Beach? I think so. I think uh, the mathematics alone, I don't see them beating this Miami team three straight times. I mean, usually I advise against it. I am also the person that saw Nick Batum guarantee a victory over the process 76ers and still find a way to lose that game. So I'm a little <laughs> bit twitchy when I hear somebody guarantee a victory, but Jimmy Butler absolutely could fix all of that. I do think Miami wins down in South Beach and they move on to the NBA Finals. The ultimate cookout playlist. I've been going through some of the entries on the text line. We bring our own to the table. Coming up next on Wesson Walker Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. McDonald's is not new to chicken. 
So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Great selection right here. This is definitely a good cookout song, I would say, for sure. I've got goosebumps, man. Somebody bring me the sunlight and something else, Miller Light, Bud Light, whatever you want to bring me. This man. is about the only song you could play off of this album. This it's is my, probably. This is my second favorite rap album of all time. I mean, Richard it's when it drops, it was absolutely bonkers. Yeah. And... The thing is, this is one of those, though. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't know if there are any other beats. Like, many men, people love. P-I-M-P could be a good one. Yeah. Even though the lyrics can get a little dicey on that's, it. That's the thing. Just just turn it down every once in a while. But it's a clean, though. So you can just if, play the clean. If, yes. Play if, play the clean version, and Grandma's not going to get mad at you because right. she's not going to hear anything. So yeah. it's going to be totally fine. Yeah. She might even like the beat. She, she might. might even get down to 21 See, questions. Baby, what is that P-I-M-P song? <laughs> Charlotte FC, Major League Soccer's nine season, and the WFNC Jack Daniels Doghouse is open for business. The Doghouse doors will open up three hours before every home match. So stop by and get ready for kickoff with some of your favorite friends. Join us for the pregame and postgame parties at the Jack Daniels Doghouse. Coming to you live from the Audi Charlotte studio and brought to you by Jack Daniels, Pepsi, and powered by the Garage Door Guru text line only from Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ, the exclusive home of the Charlotte sports fan, hit up those socials. You can see our hourly progress behind the scenes, all the shenanigans on the WFNZ Instagram, WFNZ Twitter, the Weston Walker Twitter, Westcott Range on Twitter Tiny and was Instagram. On that, by the way, and uh, at Walker Mail and at HTB Josh on Instagram and Twitter. Even though Walker doesn't have an Instagram, man, but we take you behind the scenes, man. We bear ourselves. For we, the do. Band. we do. We uh, do. If you <laughs> want to text in some of the song entries, seven zero four five seven zero ninety six ten. Looking for best cookout songs best out there. Best groove by uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, Earth, Wind, and Fires. It's it's going to be great no matter what you put out there for the most. I would say for the most part. Rather oh, you be, know that song, Fiddy? I didn't know. <laughs> oh no. What do you think I am? Some music novice back here? <laughs> I know you like the. I just thought you listened to good old country uh, American music. No, I listen to all <laughs> genres of music. There you go. Rather, rather be golfing. Said hip hop barbecue is the best Pandora station. All eighties and nineties hip hop tunes. Mm. Check it out and you'll love it. Do you guys still use Pandora? I've never used Pandora. I used to use it a lot, but then I just subscribed to Apple Music, and you have Spotify now, and so now I'm off Pandora. But it did come in clutch in college. I'm still a Pandora guy to this day. You still go? To this day! You still go to it? Yeah, I mean, I'm not bougie like you. I can't afford Apple Music, and I never really got the Spotify train. Okay. Well, you'll definitely call me bougie. Yeah. I have the family plan on Spotify. I pay 19 bucks. <laughs> Good Lord. It's important. No commercials. It's important. Straight stuff. cash, homie. Uh, 336 said, cool in the gang. Get down on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like that it. song. 704 guy has a great one. What's up? Nappy Roots, good day. Yeah. Nappy Roots has some joints. It's Well, it's such a huge... 
it's such a huge cookout song. I think that's it's one of the better ones mentioned. I think you would love uh, International Players Anthem. Did you so, love that song? So, okay. oh yeah, it's, it's great. But I hated it, but go ahead. You hate International Players yes, Anthem? I hate it. With Pimp C? Yep. When it comes on, I'm like... So, what it's... I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little <laughs> taken aback. This is worse than some of Drew's takes that we've heard in the fishbowl. No, okay, I just, I just don't like the song. I don't think it's a bad song. I just hate it. Oh, see, I didn't know if it was too club music. No, I just hate it. Okay, I'm a little shook to be honest with you, Wes. We've never, <laughs> you know, this is like Jimmy Butler disagreement stuff over here. Yeah. AJ said I'm a beat guy over lyrics, but I get the whole all falls down argument you had. I don't know about this one. You tell me. Big Chris from Shelby said DMX. What you really want? <laughs> That's a little too hard for the cookout. Grandma's definitely going to come over there and say, baby, is he talking about sleeping with all those women? Even even if you clean it up. Yeah. Uh, that's going to, not at the family cookout. Maybe Because what was the clean version? He said what these women want from they'll us. They'll change the lyrics. So if there is a long enough span where there's too many curse words in there, yeah. then they'll actually give you the clean version. Yeah. I mean, they'll give you like different lyrics. I was entirely. trying to think what the clean version that was because he said what they really want. I think he said what they really want from a from a player or I'm something ref- like that. He I'm said. refrain from all this. I'm a refrain. I said the clean no, version I, of that know, song that they played on the radio. I know. I'm just, so fresh and so clean is a great one. Yeah, that's okay. Well, there are plenty of people writing in any Outcast song you would have. Get on to up, Jodeci, Queen City. Yeah, Jodeci. See, people keep. I looked this up too. Jodeci is a big old, big old mention when people talk about just anything. Mm-hmm. Like you can just roll with any kinds of Jodeci. Get on up. Yeah. Well, not everything. Yeah, I would not say you can't play freaking you at the cookout. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how it gets with some of this stuff, yeah. right? Like, yeah, Grandma hit that out when I wake up in the, the morning. The, I wake up feeling so. So, so now that's a problem because some of it's clean, but it is so you yeah. know exactly yeah. what they're getting at. Yeah, nine eight zero said good afternoon. Get down on it, cool in the gang. Another mention, Charlotte sports dude said no diggity, a cookout classic. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So do you want to get into some of our list? Do you have any songs that you just brought? I got in them. The I'm looking the at them now and they're popping up. All right. So go ahead. Go, okay. So did <laughs> what you, you want, want five? I'll, I'll go first if you want. So you could think about it a little bit more. Is that or do you want That's to roll fine. with it? No, you, you put the work in. Let's okay. Go. All right. So so uh, we're going to be hearing, I think, all of these today. Okay. So I put two on three. So fly. We okay. also heard 21 questions. That's that's a top notch one. I need to have that on the playlist. Mm. Um. Craig Mack, Flavor in the Year. Okay. That one's got to be a cookout playlist song. DMX. I actually have a DMX Whoa, song for you, but you but here it goes. How's it going down? How it's going down. See, now this is one that's o- open to conversation. But the beat, the yeah. beat is crazy yeah. cookout vibe. Yeah. But if you play the clean version, I'm with you. This is a friend cookout song. Yeah. This is not a family cookout yes, song. Yes, okay. But friend cookout, I think how it's going down. You want to do one for friends, one for family? Yeah, we can do that. Go All ahead. Right. What you got for us? Well, you, no, you can oh, finish yours. Okay. Are you doing a friends cookout list right here? And then I'll, I'll go friends. I've got different ones. So, okay. so I'll go a couple of other ones. So if we want to go to the friend cookout, how it's going down, family cookout. I mean, even friend cookout, 21 questions, but that's not bad. All right, here's another one. For the family cookout, this is a good one, too. Clean version is great. You ready? Coolio, Fantastic Voyage. That's a good one. R.I.P. I think that one's a big-time cookout song. Last one before you give us some of your mentions here. Sure. Another family cookout dynamic song, Camp Lo Lucini. Mm. Do you hate it or do you love it? No, 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 no. What? Oh, oh, when you talk me. about greatest beats of all time. Yeah. 
I listen to that song at least once every couple of months. I'm getting chills now just thinking about the beat. I mean, that is one of my favorite. That might be, I mean, it's up there for me. It's definitely a top 10 90s rap song. I love Lucini, and that album was very underrated. That album was really is good. Under, people, no, I don't I don't think it's underrated. Yeah. I think everything you're saying is right, but yeah. I think most people would agree with it. Yeah, Lucini was just... I mean, even Cooley High Then people have freestyles off of it that were dope, man. That's well, a that's, great freestyle Well, song. it doesn't matter. The thing is, they could be cursing, and they do, but Grandma can't understand the yeah, lyrics. Yeah, she's not. They were, <laughs> they were definitely a very eccentric group. You, you can't understand any of it, so Grandma's going to be okay, and you can get the explicit version as well. All right, what you got for us? Well? All right, so five for the friends I would go with... Um, Man, there's some great songs on, on these lists that I'm looking at. So, Well, it's a long show, so you can, uh, we can still have more time. All right, so I'm going to take it back to 94 with the Hey Mr. DJ by Jeanne. That'd be a dope song. <laughs> yeah, it would you know be. Saying? Get it cracking. You might not know uh, what, <laughs> what that is, you but if you heard up. it, you'd love it. Yeah. Then I'm going to come to 2017, my joint. This was my favorite song for a while. All the way up, Fat Joe. That's a dope song, Fat Joe and Remy. Yeah, that one's that one's. Club too though. It's club, but it's still a good Yeah. This is for the friends though. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Well, we talking a little bit of that talk, you know. Um then I'm gonna go back old school. I'll give you a little five on it. The loonies. So that's a that's yeah. an excellent that's yeah. my favorite mention of yours so far. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Then I'm gonna definitely throw in the the classic uh, summertime Will Smith. And most pe- and people are asking, like, have we mentioned it? Yes. Yes. And I'm we'll have to keep that. addressing this. It's it's a banger. And then, you know, for the smooth vibes for the ladies, I might uh, go with the little uh Candy Rain, Soul for Real. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I love all of it. Yeah. yeah. By the way, people are writing in, and Big Cat Dan, I, I love you. We we got you fantastic and then dirty it up, I I'm going to go, uh, you know, at nighttime, once the kids go to bed, a little Nam by Chick Daddy. I almost had I almost had Trick Daddy on my list. I almost, no, he's got something to join. He got yes. was Philo. Well, I was, Swag Daddy. Well, I was about to go. I was about to go, I'm a thug. Okay. I was about to put that one on. Yeah, the joint he got with CeeLo that we play on here. Did you have anything, Fitty? You you seemed like you wanted to point something out. No. Give us some of those American country songs. (laughs) He already gave us some of the lists. Um, Last one, (laughs) last few that I'll I'll finish up with, and we're going to be hearing these throughout because I downloaded them. I wanted to play them. I think D'Angelo has some excellent summertime vibes. Give me brown sugar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, brown sugar. Now, people, what's the better album, Voodoo or Brown Sugar? All I right. think Voodoo is better, but I also know that's Pretentious Walker coming yeah. out. Well, definitely during that time, I was not a, a big R&B. I'm not still now. I do like R&B. You and I, I differ from it. this because I'm, I'm a yeah, huge yeah, R&B Yeah, I can't guy. do that, so I didn't listen to those. But the other song, um, the other D'Angelo one I think is better for the cookout. Uh, Brown Sugar's dope, but what was the one? Oh, it was the other song he had. Um, lady? Ba- lady, yes. Lady. Lady's fire for the cookout. Uh, lady's baseline. Yeah. It's only three notes. And yeah. Thundercat did an interview on that one time, yeah. and it was amazing. Um, So I'll give you that one. Last few. We'll finish it up here real quickly. Ooh, I uh, get around Tupac. Yeah, that's a that's a really good one. You just threw that one in quickly, but yeah. it fits so well. Um, how about Southern Playalistic? That's my favorite Outcast okay. summertime song. And yeah. there's plenty to pick from, but that one is my favorite Outcast mention. And the Jay Z one for you. How about a million one questions? You get two beats. Okay. You get one, and they're both vibey. So I'm gonna roll with Jay Z a million and one questions. That intro that you got. All right, let's move on. We still have them. Like we'll just we'll yeah, just we'll still keep... drop them throughout the show. We'll yeah. give you different ones. But when we come back on the Western Walker Show, we're going to go to NBA postseason. Are the Celtics about to do it? We're going to talk about it next. This is the Western Walker Show Sports Radio ninety two seven WFNZ.